right, welcome to a brand new episode of Those Millennials Podcast. Today, I am your host, Kev. I always Kev, K the Classic. I'm joined by my boys in real life. Jesse, uh, let everybody know. Oh, yo, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> Road, let everybody know, man. What's up, y'all? Today uh, is, uh, is kind of a somber day. It's a celebration, though, because... I, I'm, I'm gonna start by saying it's a celebration, but it, it is it is somber. Our second pod of uh, 2021, uh, it finally happened the day we've all kind of circled on our calendar. Um, all of us, uh, the, the, we're talking about the you know the the tragic helicopter accident with Kobe Bryant, Gigi, and all the rest of the people on the helicopter uh, ride. I always call it, I say ride when it's not a ride, helicopter. Um, I, I remember, uh, I remember, I remember when we, uh, when it first happened with us in the chat and we, I, I threw out, Hey, uh, you guys want a pod today? And none of you guys were down. Like none of you guys, none of you guys could none like all, all of you guys were just basically like, I can't do it. I can't come to grips. I, I'm not able to, I still haven't processed this. And while at least for me, it's been processed. That doesn't mean it's still, I like all the deaths in 2020 still hit like all of them to me, like all the, like all the, the ones like, like they still feel fresh. Um, and to me, at least, I've at least processed. Like, I know a lot of people who like still say like this doesn't feel real, which you know I I get. Um, I just remember, at least for me, I um like all through 2020, scrolling through my phone or seeing something on Twitter or anything, I would somebody would post something Kobe related, and I just remember always saying, "Damn Kobe!" Like, like I always said, "Damn Kobe!" Like looking at a picture somebody posting a video any it could be anything or gg or something and i just remember always stopping and liking it and saying damn kobe i no longer have that feeling but it still it still doesn't it still doesn't sit sit well with me so um yeah like i i don't want to make this too sad of a thing but like if you guys want to like we can talk about because like we've never as much as we've talked to, like as much as we got we talk we've never like talked about what the passing of Kobe has done to you guys and how it made you guys feel. We've never really talked about this on wax. So Jesse, we can start with you. Um, I, I, st- I would say it's still hard to kind of like talk about it. Cause it's like, how do I really honor the man the legend and his daughter. Um, all I can say is I remember what I was doing that day. Like I was literally in downtown, like literally looking for a parking spot. Cause I, that's when I stayed with my brother in downtown LA. And um, I was looking for a parking spot and I don't know. I got a message on my phone. Somebody texted me, I think, or something. And I just remember looking it up like right away as I'm driving, like literally like as I'm looking for his parking spot driving, I was like, what? And I just was driving 
uh, looking at my phone like recklessly and mm. and I went straight to like Google and nothing was there yet and then I saw the wiki and then I uh, reloaded it like 10 seconds later and the wiki page said like it didn't say that he passed but then it showed the day he died and it was like it showed that he died. Wait, so is that how people confirm deaths now? Is that is this a new thing to how you confirm deaths? I didn't or you know, if you Google it, Wikipedia is like one of the first things. Like you just Google somebody and their Wikipedia. And they just so there's somebody that's just updating people's deaths as soon as it constantly. happens. Somebody's always constantly yeah. updating yeah. somebody's Wikipedia. Okay. You can like that. Like you, you Wikipedia you is always something like new that. every that's day. Why. I didn't know that. Wikipedia like, is you know, like, like, like if you if you if you like when a coach gets hired, if you check their Wikipedia, their, their, their Wikipedia gets hired like the same day. Like he, this coach was hired. On so when somebody gets hired, is so do they call their mom, their dad, and whoever runs Wikipedia? Is this how this works? I don't know Honestly, you, <laughs> you would think like how quickly they update stuff. Like how like quickly? It, so like if not to derail the conversation, but somebody gets tr- traded, right? So do the agent lets Woj know, then he lets the team know, and then he lets the NBA know, and then he lets Wiki know? <laughs> think so. But the thing about Wikipedia is anybody can do it. Yeah, yeah, anybody can edit some shit. I mean, now, I mean now, even it if it's just ten, as manager, anybody, you know? Anybody, yeah, it used, to be ten time, it used to be 10 times worse, but now it goes through, like, a vetting stage where it's like if you update it, they, somebody uh, on Wikipedia double checks to make sure, like, what you're saying is true but it was like I, I i didn't go to wikipedia but it was like one of the things that was it's it's everybody knows as soon as you google somebody or something the first thing that shows up is like the wikipedia link and even before you even click on the link it's already giving you a little bit of information on what the what it's going to say so that's how i was looking at it and i saw that it said he was dead and then i, I was like well i'm not going to trust wikipedia and there was no articles nothing and then yeah. all I saw there, there was a helicopter crash. And I was like, oh, Kobe does ride his helicopter. Like, I, I genuinely was like, he does ride his helicopter. And all I can say is, man, um, it is crazy because it just sucks that you, you, you start to learn, even last week, I think it came out, or a week before that, how he was going to start his own shoe company. He was gonna do. He had to talk about that. Thank you, Jesse, for ruining that. Continue though. <laughs> I said I was gonna talk about that, but thank oh, you for nah, ruining that. It, Keep it, going. It's just good. one of those things where it was like, <laughs> it was one of those things where it was like the the part two of Kobe and his legacy of what he was planning on doing and and building. You start to see that, and I was genuinely, genuinely more like interested in seeing what he was doing. Yeah, the second act or the, the third act, act, if you want. Yeah, the second I was act, genuinely whatever you like, want to call it. Watching him, watching him take his daughter, uh, you know, take over his daughter's basketball team, coaching his daughter's basketball team, the Mambas, and genuinely starting that league, to having the academy, all that stuff, and yeah, you know, him building out a a, a career in the movie industry all that stuff, it, it, it was like, he has a lot of plans and, and he's executing them. Like he, he's executing them like he does on the basketball court. And I felt like we're gonna see what Kobe's, you know, how he's gonna really, not even really, but how 
that basketball was not the only way he was going to affect the world. And then you find out, you see everything that happened and all the, you know, as in that same moment, when I'm looking for a parking spot, I finally, anybody knows downtown or any area that has has a downtown area in any city, Mm -hmm. anybody knows how hard it is to find parking. So I didn't find parking until like 30 <laughs> minutes. Ago. You could have just said LA, period. But continue. yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I found parking like 30 minutes later. In that 30 minutes, to give like an idea of where my brother lives, my brother lives right in front of the Staples Center. Um, mm-hmm. he I've lives, been there. It's literally walking distance, it's one block. If anybody that knows the downtown area, it's the building. Never mind, I won't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, wait, he doesn't live there anymore, Jess, right? Yeah, he still does. He's oh, never moving mind. soon, oh. but uh, All right. okay, never mind. It's better not not saying it. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, so in that walking distance, as I was walking to to the apartment, like head down, I just saw a bunch of people in Laker jerseys already within. Man, the- yeah, that that was surprising going to the Staples Center, like just going. And that impact, seeing that was like, man, it, it took us, it took a while to process. It was literally like, man, I was really sitting there like, maybe Kobe jumped out and they just don't know. <laughs> how crazy. And I was like, I don't feel like Kobe would be to allow a helicopter crash to kill him oh man I really feel like kobe's kobe uh, jump turned into jack bauer <laughs> told all of them duck and roll and that's crazy. and they did and they just out in the woods and we just don't know where they at right now that's how i felt and it just sucked like man like it it took a long time to process and it didn't help being on social media, watching everything. It just nah. that much worse. It, it truthfully felt like a loss of family member because yeah, me and my brothers, like Kobe was the, like our magic. Like, you know what I mean? Like Kobe was our guy. And even though one of my brothers is not a Laker fan, he, he was there with us watching Laker games. He always respected Kobe. And even my mom was like, knew who Kobe was like that. Like mm. followed him, genuinely followed him. My dad, like, so it was like one of those things where even when I got home, I can see how sad my mom was, how hurt my mom was. Like I, I, all yeah. of us was like deeply devastated by this. And it just took you back to all those times when you are younger and he just brought you joy and, and happiness. And that's all I can really say. Terrell. Um, for me personally, like, uh, I've been a Laker fan my whole life. Like that's been my connection to my, <clears throat> to my grandma. She was a huge Laker fan. Like, and I'm from, from the days of Eddie Jones and Nick Van Exel. That was my kind of my connection. And she used to always love Kobe, especially when he was a young kid. But I don't think there's ever been a city that has had more of a connection with a, with a player than LA had with Kobe. And I can say that like an ever, like, I don't think you can say that about Derek Jeter in New York, like, because Derek Jeter was, he, he was, he was stoic. He was quiet. He didn't, he didn't have much, you know, going on. Like no matter who it is, like, I think you, even more so Michael Jordan with Chicago, I think that maybe don't think that can maybe rival it, but even then I think ours run a little. AI in Philly. 
Uh, AI in Philly, uh, that, that, that's that's another one. But I think maybe our, ours run a little deeper because yeah, yeah. I, I, it was just it was a it was the revitalization of the Lakers when he came in, in, into his into his like it was like his life was like a movie. I mean, yeah, we saw I, we we saw the three air balls in Utah. I remember that shit. You know, we saw the, the the struggles of getting swept by San Antonio in 99 before Phil got there. And then Shaq came and then Phil came and then the three P happened. And then, you know, like we, we saw like every up and down. And then when he wanted to get him a sign with the Clippers and then he didn't. And then and then he came back to the Lakers and then he was like, fuck, I'm, I'm purple and gold for life. And it just his whole life has just been it just been like almost like a movie. Like and, and, and it's unfortunate how it ended. But I mean, because. Even when he fell off the cliff with the whole rape case in Colorado, like I mean, you know, I'm not gonna speak on it. I, I just, I, I just, that was a low point in his life. You know what I'm saying? Like no matter how you how you view it, it was just a low point in his life. Like, like you know, it, and he had to go through that. He had to look his wife in the eyes. I remember him crying at the press conference. You know, and 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 he was broken. And then I seen that, and then to see him come from that. To can completely, or I mean, the basic, like I said, to have he had to go on national TV and admit infidelity to his wife, and he could have went to jail. As long as he didn't do it like Tiger, thank God he didn't do it like Tiger. But continue. I mean, and not to cut you off, Ralph. That I think the one thing you're 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 saying, and I think it's great, is like we, as he grew up, we were growing we grew, up. We were not, you know, yeah, as he was growing, we saw his entire twenty years in the, in one team, man. Yeah, I mean, one team. So, yeah. I mean, so what? I mean, it yeah, because 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 he he retired what three years ago, four years ago, because it's yeah. a year now he passed. So yeah. retired in twenty sixteen. Yeah. I mean, so was that yeah. five years ago? So five years ago was that you know two thousand fifteen? I mean two thousand sixteen. That's that's not that long ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we and 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 now me being thirty two. Like like the eighteen years, like like you know, like I grew up with them. So, like and, and and basketball was my passion. I wanted to wear eight. I wanted to wear Kobe's. He was my Michael. I mean, and I and I just and I think it meant more. But I don't think I can say this though. It's just crazy how how this. I just find it crazy how he has everybody has a Kobe story. Like like literally like everybody has some kind of like Kobe called me. Kobe reached out. This person, oh Zach Randolph, like I even I got a home that all day today. Yeah, I like even got a. I, I got a boy who, um, you know, you my boy, uh, Joselle. Uh, we used to hoop with him. His brother, who, um, his his brother's daughter played for the Team Mamba Academy, and mm-hmm. literally the same day that happened, she was she had a game that at the Mamba Academy, like, and 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 that's how crazy it was. She didn't play on that team because there was different levels. To you know, to the Mamba Academy, but I mean, just to see his other side and the person he was becoming, and for his life to be taken away so tragically, I mean, the effect across the world. I mean, I pray for his the strength of Vanessa and and and, and the daughters and the rest of the families all the time because I know, like, it's hard for me to talk about, like, 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 like my connection to him. So, like, I, I literally cried, like, I, I cried. Like, like I cry, I I stayed off social media today because I didn't want to talk about it. Like, like, yeah, like, 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 I it, it's just hard for me personally because Kobe gave me my passion for basketball, and, and and he also showed me you can fuck up and you can come back and be better than that. You know, you can you can be better, you can be a better man. And I and watching him become this better man, it it, it was inspiring. You know, and and honestly, his death it took a toll on me. Like I literally, it made me question my own mortality. Like you know what I'm saying? It made me, 
like you know we hold on to shit in life and it's like for what you know like he was gone like literally like he like he well everything he did the same same shit with people like steve jobs who died of cancer like it is that the message of kobe's death should have resided to the world especially in 2020 with all the hate we had it just we gotta we gotta just let shit go start changing the fucking narrative like you know start loving each other because kobe didn't expect it and now his life is now he's just a a memory, you know, and I feel for the little the little girls who who his baby girls gonna have to look at highlights, you know, to see her daddy because she's not gonna be old enough to really remember, you know, who he was. So, like I said, it's just it's just it's just tough. Like, and I just everybody had a Kobe story, and I feel like even I never met the dude. I came close a couple times, but he I felt like I had some kind of connection with him that I like, you know, that 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 I couldn't explain or understand, but it was just my connection. So. You know, R.I.P. Kobe. I feel uh, it's perfect how you kind of set that up because I my dad had to remind me of my Kobe story, <laughs> which is kind of sad and funny. Um, uh, so for those, I, I think I've told this story once, but I'm never on wax though. I might have told you guys once before though. Yeah, but um, I'm a boys and girls club baby. Um, all that everybody knows. I met a lot of my uh, closest friends. Uh, I met Carl. Shout out to CJ. I met Carl at the Boys and Girls Club. His dad used to run the Boys and Girls Club in the, at uh, Echo Park. Shout out Echo Park. Um, and my dad was uh, a volunteer, so he was at the Boys and Girls Club a lot. So like when he wasn't where he was there, coaching, um, helping out with kids, you know, just. He, my dad just liked being around people a lot. So um, I remember one time the Lakers came to, this is, this had to be like, this had to be like 99. Cause I, I had, I was a yellow shirt and those know yellow shirts are like 10, maybe 11 years old, like different, they have different shirts for different age groups at the, in, in Boys and Girls Club. Um, and they just, you know, th- we, we were all expecting Shaq to come <laughs> to the Boys and Girls Club, right? Because he at the start at the time was the star of the Lakers or whatever. We was expecting Shaq to be there. Um, uh, and I remember my dad, uh, somebody pulling up in a Ferrari, had to park in the dirt road. And mind you, so it was a Boys and Girls Club right here. And we had a dirt road where we kind of played soccer. And the field was fucked up. Like, it was, it was like a fucked up field of dirt and shit. And I remember uh, a Ferrari rolling over a big-ass rock. And he landed on the rock, and he rolled the wind down, window down. It was Kobe. Uh, and he was telling my dad to, like, can you move the rock so he can kind of, you know, he didn't want to fuck up his car. So my, my pops, uh, after that, got to walk him in, kind of chop it up with him a little bit, uh, whatever. And he came and talked to all the kids. They, you know, they gave up a whole bunch of free shit to everybody in the Bros Club, Boys and Girls Club. And just like how everybody sees, um, uh, you know, when the basketball, the big basketball player comes and plays and there's a line of kids trying to score over him. I was one of those kids in one of those lines that got my shit swatted by Kobe trying to score on Kobe. So 
my dad had to remind me of his mommy because he was like, you he's like, you've met Kobe. Like Kobe's like Kobe blocked your shot. Like Kobe swatted your shot before. And I was like, I don't remember. I, the only thing I remember what I remember is literally that next year, the the Lakers weren't our boys and girls club anymore. It turned into the Clippers. And that's when I met Q Rich and Darius Miles and all that bullshit. That I for whatever reason I remember, but I didn't remember the Lakers shit. Um I wanted to uh, to talk about something Jesse uh, talked about um, uh, the the mama mentality. Uh, it, it's it's crazy, and I'm gonna be completely honest. Like, and I think anybody that listens to this pod, that's listened to this whole pod, knows where I stand with Kobe. Like, I respect him. I love. I'm not a Laker fan, but I grew up in LA when Kobe was Kobe. I remember that feeling of uh, uh seeing him work seeing him play i used to hear all the stories of him playing at ucla uh working out mostly by himself with just him and a rebounder um at ucla um i um the mom mentality uh thing is it was a thing i know you guys know i used to joke about with like because he created himself right like it was a self created thing that now has transcended basketball and sport period which is incredible just to say out loud because like he didn't create that who created it his aura did he created the mama mentality he didn't create it (laughs) His he it just somebody just dawned upon him. He I was say, just I was just about to take it somewhere, and then Real got to throw <laughs> throw, throw that monkey wrench. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he created the mama mentality. Uh, I don't even know what the, like it's it's like we know what the base level is, but whenever Kobe, if you watch interviews, and I watched before we started this pod, I sat here and just soaked in a whole bunch of Kobe shit. To like get mentally prepared for this shit. Um, he changes its meaning. Like he, it's not. It's all like when he has. There's a couple of times, a couple of interviews where he kind of gives the same thing, but the meaning changes. Like it's not just held under just one thing. And um, <laughs> I'm getting. Look, I'm trying to take it somewhere right now. I'm trying to take it somewhere. Yeah, um, get there. Get there. <laughs> <Where's> going? <laughs> uh, I always thought it was funny, but like, like I get it. My only thing is it's it's incredible, and it speaks to how Kobe transcends sports, sport, because not only do you hear mama mentality from NBA and WNBA players, you hear it from soccer players you hear from rappers you hear from fucking actors they talk about mama mentality it's like Like, the force kev it's it like it 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 must be like and you you just don't understand it nobody can tell you (laughs) it's just such an avatar mode nobody i don't play professional sports but i hear i can tell you i i I go mama mentality in certain things it's 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 crazy and i think like, I mean, there's a lot of things that Kobe should be proud of, like transcending stuff. But like the fact that mom mentality is going to live on and 
not have a direct meaning it's gonna have multiple meanings and like i said it transcends everything like every part of entertainment sport craft talks about this is commendable and speaks to the volumes of who kobe was i mean it just like when michael jordan held out the secret stuff at space jam you know, it like it was just, it was just like it was just, when you were waiting on it. You're like, well, Mike, you've been holding out on us. Donald Douglas, like you've been holding out on this. Yeah. I mean, and that's how I felt with with with, with the mom mentality. It was like, Kobe, tell me how do you do? How do you lock in? How do you do this? And then he <laughs> and, and then he let us in. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let y'all have this. But I, I look again. I, I get I mean, it. I just and, 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 and he was. Just dig in, focus. <laughs> the greatest, the greatest, greatest commercial is him and Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I heard a. So I listen again. I listen to a lot of pods about Kobe today. So, uh, but the greatest thing Ramona. So Ramona unveiled this today, and I didn't know this. Like I don't know if I don't, if this is news to me. Um, Kobe. Every commercial Kobe's ever been he's written like 95% of it. Like I never knew that that's like fucking incredible to speak about because again, not just his Nike commercial, which are like, he might has like a couple like, eh, but like all of his commercials, like all of his commercial, like, like that's a lot. Like his Adidas commercials, like those ones I remember very vividly because again, that's when I will <clears throat> like, that's what I remember for most because his first shoe with Adidas was so polarizing. And one of my boys, shout out to Mario. I don't know if he listens to the pod. Shout out Mario. Um, he had, he had the kicks. <laughs> he had, he had them. Like, and I was blown away. Like he got them the day they came out. This was like in like literally, maybe. This wasn't the start of my shoe craze, but the, like, this was like one of the things that was just like blew me away. That like, this might have been like the first shoe that I like really, 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 really wanted, even though it was ugly as hell. Like this might have been the first shoe I was just like, "Yo, this shoe is weird." Wait, what? And he the, the and I swear, no, 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 no. The, the first called the Kobe one, the, the 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 one with the space boots, the first ones. And he um, and I promise you. Whenever my boy Mario wore him, he bought out. I swear to God, like on, on everything I love, he, whenever he, and then, you know, this time there was no mom mentality. It wasn't a thing yet. But like, whenever he put those on, he killed. Like, literally, he killed. And it just made me believe. To be honest, I don't know how anybody played basketball. No. <laughs> it made me believe, just when he wore these kicks, it made me believe. They look, they they looked heavy as hell, but I wore I probably bought T Max because they were a little cheaper, but and I remember playing. I had my T Max on. And he had his uh he had his Kobe's on, but like he whenever he wore those on, I just remember him murdering. I I mean I I'm with you. They didn't look that clean. I mean, it depended <laughs> on the color. I think it depended on the color for me. He 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 had two pairs, so he bought this. The, I think the first colorway was like this silver colorway, the, the silver kind of like silver, really like, like, like the a silver, silver server. Yeah, like a silver server one. And then he got the Laker colorway, and yeah, I that didn't one hate was it. Dope. I like that he, one. He had the Laker colorway, and I was I like, I think he had a gold one too. Uh, they, there was the gold uh, version of them too. I remember walking to the Foot Locker and seeing those, and just like staring at those. And my mom be like, "How much are those? You're not getting those." Yeah, I, I never even tried. <laughs> like, I even you're, tried. you're not, was, you're not getting those. 
um like i said so we, we never really got to express this um like um just again favorite kobe moments that anybody wants to bring up like i mean i i, I like there's, there's there's endless well, but um I'm, just some of your 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 favorites that you guys kind of want to hit on and talk about oh uh, well well i'm gonna go back to this uh, mamba mentality no, here the we reason go. why it's constantly changing and this is like honest truth like i can joke around with it <laughs> the reason why it constantly changes is because kobe wasn't one thing like that was the that that is like the one thing where i can say like kobe encompassed several things and it was like one thing is determination resiliency you know uh, not being afraid. Like this poster I got that I just put up is like, if you're afraid to fail, fire, yeah, then you're gonna, then you're probably going to fail. That's his mentality. That was Kobe, and that was Kobe from the moment he stepped on the, uh, you know, at practice. And he said to when Shaq tells the story, he's like, "Yo, my name is Kobe, and ain't nobody gonna punk me around here." This is a 17 year old kid telling grown ass men this, like. He, he he came in determined and um I'll never forget in the last dance I don't know if it's two or three when Jordan was walking through the wall and he was like man that Laker boy like that little Laker boy is something he, he serious wanna shoot, he want to shoot everything man mm-hmm. that little Laker boy is something he's serious like he's he's, he's for real he said he want to make everything a one on one game. <laughs> like man, that like out of the last dance, that had to be like a top. Oh three my thing. gosh, that like, that like that'd like, be like the third like best. Dog. My my favorite is still the the security guard who who beat yeah, him, did him with the George truck. Yeah, like I watched. Like he's he's undefeated. <laughs> like I've watched the last dance literally probably a thousand times. And when he talks about Kobe and, and when Kobe talks about him, even recently that new Tony Parker documentary, when you know, just watching Kobe like postmortem is just it's so eerie because he just you know, like it just just that still doesn't feel real, you know what I'm saying? No, and, no. and and it just like like he, his legacy is just like the mama mentality is just such a it's such a like I said, it's a way of life, it's not giving up. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it's me putting my passion to shit. Yeah. See, and you that's the thing about my mentality. You can somebody can simply sum it up by saying what it means to not, you. What it means yeah, to you. That, what it means well, to you. So it, it can like Rel just said like a definition of it that like just makes sense, like not giving up. Like literally, somebody can say the definition of my mentality is not giving up. Yes, being determined, determination. That's a, and, and and again, resiliency. Like, it's just it just blows me away that this thing has like a million meanings. It does. <laughs> like that's, that's what I'm trying to say. It has like a million you, meanings. When you see that, it's like, not only did you know that it, the reason why it has a million meanings, it's like, not only is it like the what you saw on the court, but then you knew what he was doing off the court or not even off the court. But when he, when we didn't see him, you knew what he was doing. You knew he was in there taking 8,000 shots. You knew after a loss, he was in the gym sitting there. You knew before everybody showed up, Kobe was already there. And that, like, those things is like, that's an, that's, it's all encompassing because it's like, whatever gets you going, whatever it means to you is not to give up, not to, not to settle, not to be afraid. Like, those were all Kobe's attributes. And that's Mamba mentality. How do you how do you do this? Go work harder, go harder, do more. 
Like, are you my mentality? Do more. That's, <laughs> do more. Literally, a definition can be two words or it can be a paragraph. Again, and you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like again, like again, I know like I, I'm saying the same thing, so I'm sounding like a broken record to the audience, but like it just like trying to wrap your mind around that. How many things can have one or two meanings and then or have a paragraph of a meaning? Like it just, it's not, it's not that many stuff. It's not that much stuff in the world. It can be, right? It's just not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, oh, I'm. Well, you didn't know you wanted. Oh, I know you asked about, about uh, favorite uh, Kobe moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can go there. I think my favorite moment was just watching them do sixty, what, sixty-three in uh, three quarters. Yeah, versus the Mavericks. Yeah, against yeah, yeah. the Mavericks. I I know he just scored eighty-one, and I didn't like watch. Like that, I don't know who was watching that game live. Like to be real, like a lot of like wasn't that an early game? I don't remember off the top of my head. I feel like that the was Raptor an early game. Eighty one. It was yeah. an early game. Yeah. I feel like that was an early game. I know. All I know is like I feel like around, that was a game now. Because when I found out, like it was like rumor. Like I think we were watching ESPN, and ESPN was like Kobe has seventy five points right now. Yeah, and it was like, and it was still like it seven. Being an it early like, game. Yeah, it was still like seven something. And so it was like, oh, we can still turn it to the game. And we did. But I just remember that. that. I also remember hearing, like, the stories where he, the nigga had 24 points in the first half. <laughs> like, in, 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 like. And that, and what I'm, the reason why it's my favorite <laughs> uh, Laker moment, that stupid. one and him dunking on uh, Steve Nash. Um, oh, okay. That one <laughs> for me was, it was just like. I literally turned on the game and I was just staring and I was like, oh, Kobe's on today. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, Kobe's on today. And it was like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? He probably got like 40 already. I was thinking what year, that. What, what, what year was that? I was like, Y'all remember what year was that? What year was that? Which one? Y'all remember? The Steve Nash dunk. That had oh, to be oh, 2006. That was that. Yeah, that was that. Oh, no, when they made the playoffs. Kobe. No, it wasn't 04. It definitely, it was uh, 2006. So yeah. six, yeah, yeah, because that's the year that um Kobe got robbed of the MVP. Yeah, I just remember that one. Um, that one was my favorite because I I honestly thought the Lakers were done. I, I was like, damn, <laughs> we don't go out like this. And then we made the comeback. And- weren't we? We were up three one in that series. That was a series that he stole the ball and hit the game winning shot. They came yeah. back from 3-1 that series. The the no, no, no. I remember. No, that's what I'm saying. I thought the Lakers were done in the sense that we were facing the Suns. That's but the so same I, all that's the same offseason he demanded a trade. Yeah, cuz mm-hmm. I, I I honestly thought we I was like there's no way we're going to beat the Suns. And then that happened, stole the ball, dunked on him and I was like, "Oh. Oh, we got I still chance. I I personally in that series still don't think Kobe got enough touches. Just me personally. You know, I I just, <laughs> if I go back and watch it I still think we could have ran just a little bit more Kobe's way that game. I just all right, but I, I got two favorite moments from Kobe. Um, damn, uh, one is from actually from Phil's book that I read, um, where he told Kwame, "Get this sorry motherfucker out of the game," and Kwame was standing next to him. <laughs> I knew it was going to be something foul. What's your second one? That's not foul. That was just honesty. It was honesty. At that point in time, Kobe wanted to just, look, hey, it'll just be four of us on the court, man. Might as well. 
Might as well be four of us. <laughs> that, I'll be honest with you. The, the, um, the, the shit that they gave Kobe with. They should have gave Kobe a fucking MVP for having to play with Smush Parker and Chucky Atkins. <laughs> there was a one play, and I will never forget this play. And it was the play that I believe uh, that's when they finally traded Kwame. There was a pass. <laughs> Where Lamar threw him like it was insert Stephen A. Smith right now. I think you remember this one too, Rel. And he threw it on the ass, and it just went straight through his hands. (laughs) Insert Stephen A. Voice right now. He can't play. (laughs) 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 And it was something. Uh, It was finally like he's like my bad, Lamar. Lamar just went. And it was just like, and you knew Lamar was done with him. That was it. And I was like, Bill was like, there's no saving you when Lamar's done with you. There's nothing I can do when L.O. is done with but, you. All right. But my, my second, my, I'm my last one. I'm going to go real quick on this one. My second, uh, favorite, last favorite Kobe moment. This is the one. This is when I knew Kobe was a different motherfucker. Is when he literally, he dis, I think he dislocated his shoulder early in his career. And I don't know, it was like either torn labor or something. Was that the 04 year? Yeah, 04 the 04 year. year. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he shot jumpers left With his left hand. They were talking about that. And and, and and Byron Scott took his ass out. That wasn't Byron Scott at the time. Nah, oh, we're talking about through He must have done this more than he must have done this more multiple times then. Because no, nah, when he uh, it was Scott when they this. had because that's when they were growing up. When he uh him and uh what's his name? Uh well, that was Rudy Tomjanovich. No, it wasn't Rudy. It was it was that team when we had somebody uh, was talking about on a pod today that I listened to. I forgot. I, I'm blanking on the name. It might have been Sam Amick, but he was saying Kobe was literally he, he tore his right arm, so he was going in there shooting his left. And Byron's like, man, come on, get the fuck out, man. I can't have you just shooting. But, but cra- the that. crazy part is, I remember a game is like people wouldn't be Devin George one swinging it to him. <laughs> and he was chewing Devin George ass out. Shout out to Devin George, like a legend. No, not a, and, enough credit. And, and he was chewing, he was chewing Devin George out, and Devin George is like Devin George. I remember vividly. Devin George put into his arm was like, bro, your shoulder. Devin George looked like a, a light skinned cat. He was a black cat. Like his eyes reminded me of a of a cat. Yeah, Devin George hazel eye ass, man. He he was good for a corner three. Uh <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't know if you got. I want to talk about this, and then uh, we probably can um, switch to, to something else. Howard Beck wrote a. I don't know if you guys hit on this. Uh, um, Howard Beck wrote a really, really, really good article about um, Kobe and um, <clears throat> the legacies left behind, and how uh, he sees Kobe in these certain five players. Um, one of them I don't get, and <clears throat> I can get to the other ones, but. He uh he he's talked about um how the uh the clutch shooting ability is with Dame. Um he talked about the work ethic of Jimmy Butler. Um he talked about the mid-range game of DeMar DeRozan. Um and then I think he said oh the um the off the court how uh with the WNBA and how uh, girls uh, d- dealing with uh, girls' youth, uh, which uh, Steph Curry has is, uh, is, is been a part of uh, in the recent years. And um, <clears throat> I'm missing one. Oh, skill set. But, well, 
this is what I'm added. I'm I'm adding, and this and this one's obvious. Obviously, the like the at least for me, uh, the skill set of Kyrie, like Kyrie, as far as skill say, goes. He never he didn't talk about Kyrie. He didn't. Kyrie? I, he, I don't think he's put Kyrie in it, but he he. He, number five, I'm gonna say, like, yeah, maybe I can check this out. Like, I'll read, I, I'll read it, and then I, I can report back. But number five was Christian Wood, and I don't see it. I know Christian Woods. I know Christian Woods, a Long Beach kid. Um, I don't see it, but I thought that was very, very interesting. I, I thought, I also thought, like, he's. I don't know why he didn't put Devin Booker in there because Devin Booker is hella skilled and has a nice mid-range game. He has no hole in his offensive game. Like there's, you can see the sprinkles um, throughout all these players that Kobe impacted. And I just wanted to, before I, 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 I dump it to you guys, <clears throat> I think it's interesting because like um, there was a time maybe, shit, it had to be like eight years ago, almost, shit, almost 10 years ago, where I know we, we we joke about this where if if you were a big man and you wanted to work on your post game, you know, they sent you to Hakeem, right? You, they like you had to go to Hakeem school. Like you then Hakeem had to and you literally had to pay Hakeem. Like I remember Dwight went, I remember Andrew Bynum went. Um, I remember um <laughs> Dwight went Hakeem said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I knew he was gonna say that. Uh I remember yeah, um shake. Yeah, yeah, man, like you did. He like drill give Dwight no credit ever. Um, I remember. Um, <sighs> this is probably not a good example. I remember Chris. Uh, uh, Chris came and went. I remember like all, all right, these like on. big men. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I remember like and there's countless others. Like I remember a, a lot of big men. Kobe went. went. Yeah, Kobe went too. Like Kobe went. Like. There was a lot of big men that went to Hakeem to try to work on their game. And it was the same way with Kobe down the end when Kobe was done. Like, the, like we all, like, uh, Book talks about how he used to go and, and, and work with Kobe. Obviously, Jason Tatum tells a story how he went to the Mama Caddy and he went to go get lessons from Kobe. Kyrie, you know, Kyrie doing Kyrie things again was literally copping what, Kobe did to MJ to Kobe, right? Like being the pesky little brother calling him at two o'clock saying, Hey, how do you, I need to work on this move. What do I do here? What do I do here? What do I do there? Um, so yeah, like just talk about how his and now the Mamba Academy is the workout spot for all NBA players. Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. Like, like it's not that far Jesse from you. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah. So, like, just talk about how the, the the players that are currently in the league that you guys see the sprinkles of Kobe. Oh, and then, obviously, you talked about the temperament. How did I forget this? The temperament of Russell Westbrook, obviously, of Kobe Bryant. Like, he talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, check it out. I'm, you know, this, I like, you know, it, I, I like to plug good writing anyway. So, yeah, Howard Beck, uh, I think he's on, he's not Yahoo right now. So he's on SI. I think he's uh, yeah, he's SI right now. So yeah, if y'all want to check that out and read on those, uh Beck uh did a really good job with that story that I didn't finish because I skipped over the Christian Wood stuff that I probably should have read. The one that but you, yeah, the one you were confused by, you didn't read. I was confused. I was like, Christian Wood? So I we talking about it. the same Christian Wood? <laughs> casual. Confused, so I skipped it. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm like maybe I'm Shaq. I'm the casual, like how he called Shaq a casual. Uh, but yeah, just talk about the players that you guys uh, kind of see 
sprinkles of Kobe in, in the league. Um, I think I hit on like eight of them right now. Um, well, one thing I would say, and I'll give credit to Kobe, a lot of like, you know, Olajuwon did it, but a lot of like star guys, like making that call and working out with them and truthfully like wanting to teach Kobe really wanted like to teach and I, I, you got to respect that. Like he, that, that was like also part two or act two of Kobe, like where he was. It's crazy. I just, I was listening to the Matt, re-listening to the Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson on all the smoke. And he talked about how, like what you just talked about, he was like, people would call him before Gigi got into basketball and people would ask him to come and work out. And he was like, no, nah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm so yeah, far away he from basketball, right? Basketball. He, he didn't want, he, yeah. he wasn't messing with basketball. Like Gigi got him into basketball again. Mm-hmm. Like when he retired, he got him into basketball. When he retired, again. he was literally just done with yeah, basketball. You know, we, we saw the pictures of him and, you know, we saw the pictures of him. Yeah, how he looked, he, and then he, he got in shape again with basketball. And, but and like, he, at- he I would say he wasn't done with basketball. He was at peace. He, yeah, he was at peace. He, he's, he, he, put he I gave it everything I got. I gave everything peace. I got. I, I'm straight. And yeah. like, I, that was interesting to me. Cause like, imagine being Kyrie or, or JT. I mean, I don't think JT was in the league at the time. Wait, JT has been in the league five, four years, five years, four years. Maybe I don't he think he league. was yet. I think, I don't yeah. think he, yeah. But imagine being one of these guys being DeMar DeRozan. Cause DeMar DeRozan, you know, uh, historically has always worked out with Kobe. Um, and be like, hey, Kobe, I, I, you know, I got some time. He gets to work in. And Kobe's like, nah, man, not feeling it. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and that, it like, was like, crazy. I will say this. He it was he would still work with Kyrie and he still worked with DeMar DeRozan. He still worked with some guys like just teaching yeah. them footwork. But it was like now it was you got to go see Kobe and Kobe literally opened his door to anybody that was willing to come. Shout out to Gigi, uh-huh. man, for getting getting Pops back into to Hoop, man, because, mm-hmm. like, who knows? Shout out to Gigi. The, yeah, you know. definitely. And um, what I would mm-hmm. say is Christian Wood, when he did that TNT interview, he just kept saying Mamba mentality, Mamba mentality. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why even... he brought it up. I think yeah. that's why he put him in the article. But uh, To the point that it didn't even make sense to the question he was answering. He just kept saying Mamba mentality. See? Fine. Having multiple meanings. Continue. Now that one just didn't make like it could have multiple meetings, but he looked <laughs> like oh, so Christian Wood, um, uh, he said something. He was like, yeah, you know, just having that Mamba mentality. I was like, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily work right there. But yeah, okay, well, none <laughs> of those guys really ask good questions on TNT. Let's keep it. That, there's, like, that this, like, there's that part. Like that part. No, I'm, like, I, I'm starting. We could have this conversation afterward, but no, it's on man, mute now. It's on mute. I got. I'm, I'm done. I'm done um, after the game. I'm. It's coming real first take-ish to me up there. I, I, I go to halftime. I cut it's it on really halftime. It's really becoming real first take-ish to me. And before the game. And after the game, I'm done. I'm done. I don't know what's going on but, with Shaq right now. I but really don't know I, so somebody on. made this case. So somebody made this case. Like, we're we're at we're we're adamant fans, right? Like we we watch it, we watch multiple games. We like you know, I, I I listen to podcasts all the time about plays and shit. Like I like I listen to basketball content throughout my entire day, so I'm not a a, a casual. But he was saying, uh, I think oh fuck, who said this? I think it was Zach Harper. Um, 
he was saying that like Shaq and Chuck, while their title was analyst, they're there for entertainment. They're not there to dissect yeah, if you the didn't game. Know that. If you don't know, they're that not there now. to decide. No, yeah. They're not there to dissect the game. Like that's yeah. not the, like course, they're Kenny, there. But Kenny knows they're what he's there. About. Yeah, Kenny knows what he's talking about. Yeah, they're there to but, actually talk. They're uh, they're there to bring in the casual fans. Like they're not. Yeah, for that's us. what Chuck. That's they're Chuck there to bring like, in the audience that yeah. you know. It's like oh, okay, well, I don't really care about because you know teams like, be having some. They be having decent games now. I wish, honestly, as much as I love NBA, and this is just a personal rant of mine, I wish I wish I could watch NBA TV all day, but I can't. It's fucking terrible. Like, 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 yeah. like they got they interview Chuck and he does his guarantee. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll do a list of. I, mean, like, you know, like, I, I love that Candace part Parker. Is funny. Like, like, Candace I, I, Parker is decent. Candace Parker's good, but I mean, but NBA fuck NBA TV is fucking terrible because they, they don't put any actual writers on there. They put a lot of former players on there who just give me soft ass opinions about shit. And honestly, the best people go to ESPN. And I don't, don't want to hear NBA shit be- from Channing Fry. Channing Fry was on there one night, yeah. and it had to be the worst time of I don't know well, how long. Like, all it right, was so awful. just give a little breakdown of all this stuff. Look, like the basis of television. The reason why ESPN sucks at it is because ESPN literally gives these guys 10 seconds to talk basketball. And yes, they're terrible. We, we, we talked about that on the other power where we were talking yeah, about you, uh, that they not, had no platform to talk. It's and not. then that's not talking basketball, especially no. when it comes to letting the players talk. But, right. you know, when it came to TNT, if anybody was ever listening to that was the always my problem with Chuck when he talks about anything is if you're listening to Chuck and it's Chuck. Chuck is not going to be the most informed. I mean, I mean his, his I mean his stance on the Warriors. They're not watching every. They're not is watching the most embarrassing game. thing ever. Like, yeah, yeah no, he's, the Warriors, the Warriors could never win championship or shoot well, jump three. shot. And all they talk about is like the, the like you know again they they talk about the big man like Shaq talks about you yeah, know they, the, uh, they he, talk about like whenever Shaq does his little his little um his little uh little video where he cuts and talks about the players going to court. He always talks about the big man, and I get it. He's you know he's the best big man arguably of all time, so that's what he kind of wants to hit on. But it's like, I, like you're showing me, like I'm watching a, I'm watching um, what game was that? Um, like I'm what? Oh, shit, it, it had to be like a, uh, had to be Oklahoma City, and he was talking about Stephen Adams picks. Like he was talking about picks for Stephen Adams, and I was just like. Right. No, look. Like what um, I'm like no disrespect to Stephen Adams, but it's like what is that telling me about the game? Like Stephen Adams before the again, this is before oh, this is before he became a Pelican. This was uh, like I was like he, yeah, you talking about Stephen Adams because he's the only big man on the court that resembled like he's and I love Stephen Adams, but like he's, you know, he's he's not his not his time anymore. What what I would say is number one, we're talking about two guys that they were they come from a basketball era. Shaq, especially where it's big man is the most important person on the court. They yeah, all, all that. So their mentality is always gonna go to what it's they, always yeah, it's always been that drilled yeah. in their brain, drilled on every team. But then they kill the ones that are actually good, like Joel Embiid and, and Joker. Huh? No, but he he loves Joker. He loves Joker. Who Shaq uh, or yeah, Shaq or loves Joker? Like he he okay. He loves Joker. Joel Embiid. But why does he kill him, Joel Embiid? Because Joel Embiid 
Lazy. Let's be honest. Who's balling out? Who's probably MVP right this now? This year. Uh, yeah. It's Braun. It's Braun. It's Braun. It's Braun. It's Braun. Braun is not MVP. <laughs> Can he be MVP? Yes. Did you see? Did you see him back to full last night, Jesse? Did you see? He's also did been you see him back to full. Somebody. Look, somebody in the front row said something to piss him off. Somebody in the front row said something to piss him off. And he took it personal. He cruised. He's been cruising. And I'm not saying that in the sense of like, I'm not saying that like he's having a bad season. Bron is not MVP right now. Right. He's not having a bad season. He's not. And I personally, I think Joker is MVP right now. But Joker, it's Joker or Joel Embiid. Joker or Joel Embiid. Is Joker going to make the playoffs? I don't know. (laughs) If he don't, then no, he's not MVP. But what I'm going to say, what I'm saying is just simply like, they're gonna. The reason why they kill Embiid is because they didn't like his work ethic and what he brought to the game, and he didn't. They didn't think he was taking it serious enough. They yeah, but he's the last. Him. He's like the last semblance of of them. They should but look in the mirror up. and be like, if they were in the, if they were in the, brought up in this generation, their game would be similar to Joel Embiid. Like, yeah, but they don't see, like. But they, what, think, what I'm saying is, they didn't want to lift what, those guys up. But now I'm not talking about his game in general. They know how great he can be. They that that's yeah. their problem with him. They know that you can be great and you you don't bring it every game. That's what they were saying. Now he's doing that this season because he got Doc Rivers and Doc Rivers is just in his head like, look, the team is gonna run with you no matter what. Right. But right. He, I'm saying with them, like if you don't understand, like Chuck has always been the controversial or the guy that's just saying whatever comes to his head. He doesn't even let Ernie finish saying what he's saying before he goes, Hey, Hey, Hey guys, I got a question. Shaq is the one that bothers me because he, he honestly, one thing I respect, but another thing I don't respect, it's just like, it seems like he's coming in to just like, like he just comes with a negative attitude towards players. Like he doesn't say more. Oh, I love him. He's one of my favorite players, but this, this, that, this. And it's like, I respect him. I respect this enough that he, when they're interviewing, he the always guys, ends it with he got. He can do he'll more. Tell he can them, do he'll tell them. He'll tell them what he said. That's what I would respect. If he's interviewing the guys, Christian Woods, I didn't know who you were before this, but I'm on. I love, your, the, I love the can. I love the honesty. Yeah, I, I, I respect that. But a I lot of times honesty. he he comes off as in recent. And then, like I said, like again, Shaq's not just watching every. It's like Shaq's not watching every night. Like, no, he's not. he's not. He's probably watching on TNT nights. Like he's. No, and and, be, and and then Chuck used to talk about how they used to show up and they, they the they games around. Like the they're not watching who, every night. They appeal, like they, I said, they, they appeal to that fan though. That's what I'm saying. They they, they bring me, they bring it like we like in we because there's a lot of fans who saying need, the same shit about saying because I had to put a lot. There's a lot of fans who saying the same shit about Christian Wood right now. I mean, I knew yeah, about so him like, from from Detroit. We don't need like if you told me, um. Shit, anybody could be up there on TNT uh, uh, on Thursday for me, right? At least for right now, like anybody could be there. But if you told me the game was halfway decent, where it was like it was Pelicans and and Suns, like I'm gonna watch just because right. I want to watch Pelicans and Suns. Like I don't need, but there, I'm sure there's people that's like, oh, is Chuck gonna be there? Oh, Ch- I know Chuck's out. I'm not. I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna tune in because if, if Chuck's out, like there's, I'm sure there's people that's like that and and, and that. And, and I, I mean, again, like I said, I understand 
you got to bring in the casuals to get the numbers up. Like, you know, the NBA is it's a business. And it's not even bringing the casuals. You just got to understand it's a TV show. Like that TV show. You got to bring in those people. It's a, it's a TV show. They're entertaining. This is why they win so much Emmys. They don't win yeah. Emmys because they're, they're Their analysts. Is good. Yeah. Great. analysis. that's why like <laughs> Carolyn, my, my girl did not understand when I started watching games and I used to have my people on my podcast, like present, like I would have my, the game on and then I have my laptop open. She was like, I don't understand this. Like they there's analysts that are probably no, and they're gonna give you this they're not breaking the game down like these two nerds right now. Though. Yeah, they're, they're not they're telling me all this shit that I don't even think about. And so they brought it to the board. My thing is just like anybody that's watching that and is not understanding like it's an entertainment factor that they're going with Shaq chasing them to the board, all this stuff they do. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and I enjoy fun. all that stuff. I will I don't yeah, sit there yeah. and listen to them for their basketball analysis because I know what they're going to exactly say about stuff. My thing is, the only thing I agree with Shaq on, and you can say whatever you want to say. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, oh James Harden? This is Here how you can keep... No, well, oh. James Harden, he's actually pretty true about that one. But Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah, no, it's... uh, What's his name on? Utah, their center. Like, I, I'm sorry. Oh. I know everybody's going to say that's how Rudy Poo. Yeah, you... You could say that's how. Well, there's no way you could keep a player two hundred million dollars, and I'm not a person that. Well, you, what is Rudy supposed to say? No, no, I'm not. Trust me, this is what I'm trying to say. I'm not a person <laughs> that's trying to take something out of people's pockets. If you're gonna offer me two hundred and five million dollars, I'm gonna take two hundred and five million. Take it million. and run. Everybody just keeps. They keep. This is the one thing where I I I look at analytics, and I'm like, this is where analytics fail. Because you keep telling us this guy's a great player and he does all these things to affect on the court. And you look at what he's doing. Screen percentage, Jesse. Screen he, percentage. He literally. It matters in the NBA. Screen nowhere, percentage. No factor on the damn court when you're watching a game. Jesse, but he's and the best screener honestly, in basketball according to the nerds, how, Jesse. They keep talking about how Donovan Mitchell is as far as they go. Donovan Mitchell is looking like this is supposed to be my second best player. And y'all keep telling him he's my second best player, and I don't know what he. I, I just Rudy Gobert is this best screener in basketball, guys. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I just awesome. see it as I don't, I don't know, I don't know who they were going to get to come there. That, that's that's how I see it as. Yeah, I agree. I, I honestly, to me, it yes, that's very true. But to sit there and tell me that he's one of the best centers in the league, and it's like. No, he's no it's just a go. It's just a mark. No, but he is though. Like, no, no, no. Then you're not gonna do that, Jesse. You're not gonna do that. He's he's one of the best centers in basketball. He is. <laughs> he and is. I know why Shaq's mad because Shaq never yeah. got two hundred million dollars. That's what I'm saying. He, yeah, that's why we, 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 we all saw the graphic. I'm never gonna be a fan of he's Rudy. Earned, but Kareem never. But Kareem never. Man, never. Yeah. Differently, Shaq earned. Shaq earned two hundred million. Yeah, Shaq earned two hundred million on the court. Go, Rudy Gobert got that in one contract, and you mad? Of course, differently, differently. If if they were going off the pay scale of today, Shaq would probably demand a would probably get a three hundred million. Man, Shaq would be seventy percent of the con- the uh, of the of the salary cap, and it'd uh-huh. just be nothing but fucking uh, uh fucking minimums. So on the, on the fucking- I, I, that's why it's like Shaq. You shouldn't be mad about that because it's a different league, different time. But uh, to you know. I almost wish, and I, I almost wish, we did know how much people made. I think that would fix a lot of stuff if we didn't know how much players made. Like if they didn't announce, 
Like if oh, Woj I, didn't I announce, I don't like if that. Woj, if Woj didn't announce, no, I, like I need to know. I need to know. Well, well, I no, I, I'm sure. Why, 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 why? I need to know yeah. because because <laughs> so, because so, so see, this is the issue because you feel like you're compelled because if a person makes two hundred and some million dollars, then you could give him two hundred million dollars to blame him. Listen, exactly. if I'm paying for the product. You're not, paying for, You're the not paying for the product. They the want problem. us. They need us back. They they need the fans. They need that's my money. Not the fans. I'm, uh, this is where that's uh, not this the fans. That's TV. That's TV. And, this, and it's not your fault. It's really not your fault. It's what they like advertise to you. And yeah. when you, we grew up listening to a lot of stuff where it's like this person makes this. They're not worth their contract. Yeah, it's that's right now. What is paying Rudy Gobert is not what that two hundred million eight. Us fans pay a hundred percent. Like if TV nobody knew how know. much Rudy Gobert. If nobody knew how much Rudy made, if nobody knew how much Russell Westbrook made, if nobody knew how how much John Wall made, Mm-mm. if nobody know. knew how I much um, uh, <laughs> Mike Conley no. made, and I will also I say, know. all those knew. other guys you just mentioned earned their contract. hundred percent. <laughs> John Wall and Russell Westbrook earned their money. It's all y'all no, fault. Yeah. All the guys earned their contract. Rudy Gobert, he could have got like 150, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, 120, like 200, 205. It's like, uh... but I'm just saying, I'm with you though, Kev. I, 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 I the idea yeah. that we know how much a player's making when we don't know how much our own CEO makes at our own job, like we don't, they can put out a number. We don't. The fact that we know their contract numbers is a very, very bad thing, and I, I don't like that whatsoever. If that's the case, then tell me how much all the agents make. Let, yeah, they get thirty percent. But like most of most leagues, no, have no, 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 commission. Okay. Tell, no, 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 no. Tell me how much they gross uh, after every signing. So, so Woj after he posts Rudy Gobert two hundred seven mil. Tell me how much that his agent made off of that deal. Or tell me how much the like, team like, that year. If you if you really want if you if you really want to yeah if you really want to get into the shit let's let's get all let's go all the way there. No, I want to know who I want to know who who making the money who's shooting the hoops. No, how much did the owner make that year? How come I don't know what the owner made? Right, what that got to do with anything? Everything, everything. He's not the one. He's not the one shooting in the fourth. He's not the one shooting in the fourth quarter. He's not the one shooting in the fourth quarter. Rails, rails, like. And he is the one yeah. that keep the light on. He's the one that puts yeah. it, like if you're making this much money, you can't complain about how much this player is making. And you what are you doing if you're not putting like think about it this way? Everybody talks about oh, we paid one player so much money now we can't get other guys. Is that true? Or your owner is saying, Well, I'm just I really just care about the bottom line. No, I mean the lo- I mean and the luxury, the luxury tax. I mean, it just certain people just don't. I mean, I mean, I mean the cat salary cap. Who has it and who does? And I mean, it just, you know, just people just don't want to go over. You got cheap owners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, I mean, it's like Indiana. Indi- like Indiana. I, I get that. Like right. everybody I talks about Indiana uh, doing the they they deal for um for uh, I can't remember old boy's name right now off the top of my head. What's his name? Forget to get Vic out of there. Who you talk? Oh, the, uh, New Jer- uh, uh, the dude on New Jersey, Jersey that. Levert, LeVert to get Levert. Yeah. Like that was literally a like while while they 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 like got a player that's like ninety percent of what Victor Oladipo is and could be, but that really was them just dumping Victor Oladipo saying we're not paying him and we can't lose an asset and we're not paying the luxury tax. That's literally what that deal was. 
that deal had little to do with they like they love Victor and on like they love Vic they love Vic up there in Indiana. Obviously, they love that guy. They would have loved uh, to keep it, but the money that the Victor on Depot was gonna demand that that part they wouldn't have uh, loved, and they they don't like losing assets for anything. They they work you know they work smart. So Vic is probably the best <laughs> is like the gonna be the best free agent available this off season, which is crazy to say out loud. You know, no disrespect to Vic, but also. Uh, Vic is the best free agent available. <laughs> okay, but uh, just just to swing it back to TNT, like I like I can't wait until Draymond Green goes in there. Um, well, he's not gonna go there. You don't think he's going with TNT? No, he's not gonna go to the to that Thursday. What most likely is gonna happen is like I'm at the mo- the older I get. And we're, we're so more, far from Draymond ret- actually retiring now. Yeah, I know, I know. Also, I know. no, but no, be honest. So, uh, Chuck kind of alludes to this all the time, and they're, Chuck's they're like, Chuck's not, Chuck's not going to do this forever. Like Shaq no, might Chuck, be in Chuck there. Chuck said, and, I got three Chuck, more. Years. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to kick Chuck out. You're gonna have to kick Shaq out. But like, yeah, no, he's no, literally was, falling asleep during games. <laughs> no, what I was gonna, what I was gonna say is that um, you're, you're already, not, you're not. They've already like, started. The, and Kenny's uh, gonna get hired. Kenny's gonna get hired somewhere, someday, doing yeah. something. Yeah, they already started the succession. They already started the succession with Zach Lowe, like, D Wade, Candace Parker, and Shaq. Yeah, That's yeah. What's gonna and, eventually... and D like I, I you know D Wade's my favorite player of all time, but it's like I, you know he's he's okay, but like I think Draymond is the kind of person. I think Dre is the per like the like the person. That will will make that show where I think Dre would be perfect. Where it could I think it would be perfect to to step in and fill in that uh that Charles, especially when he's able to just say shit and not get fined for it. Like when yeah, he said something that I just when he was on there and he got fined, that was some bullshit. I, that one that one bothered no, me because no, no, I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't no, I didn't have a problem with it. Either. I didn't have a problem with either because it wasn't. I, I just felt like stupid. that was that was just dumb to say. That was just dumb. No, I don't have. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a problem with him getting fined. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! I'm saying I don't have a problem with him being fined too because it was just dumb. Like, oh, why yeah. did you? Why did you feel the need to say something like that about a player? He just. Uh, I think Devin Booker should out of Phoenix. Well, this was like, before. Dude, obviously, everybody know that. This, where, that was and it seemed like you did that. It's like you, because they always tell you, and these analysts will tell you. All these guys that form, they tell you, you got to go on there and make a splash. You got to go on there. The agents are telling them, you got to go on there and be memorable. You got to be on there and open up. I and think he- David Booker should actually be traded. And again, like Phoenix, like, real. what's the name of the Phoenix owner? I, I forget people's names. Robert Sauber. Robert Sauber is a piece of shit. And he, like, everybody, I'm sure. Talk about if owners you have that don't enough, be like playing, paying players. Like, like, Robert Sauber is a piece of shit. And... Uh, if you don't know, read Kevin Arvid's story on him in the llamas, like you know, two three years ago. Um, but like, why would he want to say again? They made the move for Chris Paul, so like you know, they they bought them, I guess, him some time. But like, yeah, he should bounce. Now, I don't think he should go to Minnesota. Who said that? To play with? Well, because he, you know, they they talked about they they want to be the three amigos, and, and they're trash now. Well, no, no, RP, you know. It doesn't mean just because y'all want to be friends doesn't mean y'all go win. It don't mean y'all go win. It just means y'all gonna be playing good. Like y'all gonna be cool friends, playing basketball together. Yeah. I look, 
Look how long it took John Wan and, and Boogie to play together, and they're great friends. But I, I would say, does Devin Booker need to leave? I, I think it would be best in his best interest to leave. I, I think so. Not right now. No, I think now. Not they're in now. A good spot. No, not now. now they're in a the good person spot. that I feel that really needs to leave and get the hell out of where he's going, and I will say this until the day until he finally does leave. Uh, Bradley Beal needs to. You talk oh, yeah. about bad ownership. Oh, that yeah. is the Wizards. Well, league. but I, I think I think that's and I think that's gonna happen already. Like I think I just I just don't know the landing spot. Like I've heard Miami. Mm-hmm. Like I want know, him to you, go to Miami. I want him to go to Miami. Uh, I've heard, I've heard Dallas. I just don't see the assets for Dallas. I'm, you know, no, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you can give up Hero and Duncan, but you don't have any picks, so that I mean I Dallas and Miami, Miami that's doesn't the have problem. any picks. I think. I mean, but but, but I, to... I would I would give up uh, a Chua. Um, you know, I think you got to give up if, Prince if, and Hero. If, if you you're Philly, if you're Philly, that's the like Ben mm, for for Philly for Brad. Yeah, like Philly, like yeah. Bill. Like come on. Uh, that is a good spot. That is a good spot. I if I'm the Heat, like I know because they don't have picks, then and then I would be like, you have to give up. Like you got to give up two players. So I would say you give up Hero and Prince or Hero and Duncan. Like I, I just feel like Duncan's replaceable. Um, eventually, Ooh. eventually. I'm not saying that same year. I feel like you could find JJ yes. Redick is available right now. You can yes. go get somebody that can at least put up shots. That's all I'm saying. Do you I'm know not saying. Do you, name another player that's shooting high over forty percent from three, shooting eight threes a game. But Beal, that's your only that. paying that that you're paying minimum salary for right now. Alex True. Caruso. <laughs> He leads the league in three-point shooting. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> How many threes does he shoot a game, bro? What? You it don't matter. Eight. You ask the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't chase the question, Cam. No, no, no. No, no. 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 Look, no I'm, I'm not. Not all three-point shooters are created equal. If you shoot an eight a game and you shoot over 40, it's different than if you shoot hey, 50 if you get, and you shoot you, two a game. If you get KCP eight, if you get KCP eight, I'm pretty sure he put up ducking numbers. All right? All right, we're good. All right, so uh, any anything else you guys want to hit on before we get out of here? I think we kind of ran long because Jesse must be sleeping. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> all right, now you all right, man. Okay, cool. Whatever. All right, I got something real quick uh, before uh, before I forget. Let me read this article and pull it out my pocket because I don't know. Tell me, you guys saw Biden um, reportedly moving forward with putting uh, Harriet Tubman on the twenty dollar bill? Yeah. Cool. Cool with me. We cool with that? Yeah, why not? I know whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, I mean, that, that that was a lot shorter than I thought. I thought we was gonna well, have more I, to expand on that. It's, it's money. It's money. Like, we just, just gonna bump my we just gonna bump my man Jackson like that. We just gonna bump my man Jackson like that. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm pretty Look, sure he hated niggas, so. Exactly. <laughs> Look, I, I ain't tripping. Well, here's my thing. And not He's to, like, knock, not to knock Harriet Tubman, but if you want to keep it in the same vein as, as presidents, why don't you just put Barack on there? I mean. Correct. Hopefully, and then hopefully all the racists will just never use 20s and then save all the 20s for me. Can you, will you be able to use your $20 bill, Harriet Tubman bill? <laughs> 
in those areas. Ima- imagine, imagine North Carolina or Alabama banding twenties because they're so racist. <laughs> or your money's no good Put Barack here. Barack Obama on it. Imagine North Carolina <laughs> being like, "We don't take Barack bills. We don't take your Barack bills here." <laughs> Get That's your, not American. Get your baboon money out of here. <laughs> if you don't get that cool money out my face. Oh my God. <laughs> if it ain't Andrew I can see Jackson, that I, I, you, I, you know what? And, and the the stuff we saw in the last four years, nothing would surprise me. Like that, that I just, I, but, but yeah. I just no, thought the Harriet no, Tubman. No, I thought the Harriet Tubman money was crazy. This is half the truth. Somebody could possibly say this once this happens. So we laugh now, but we'll cry later. <laughs> I'm Shout not out gonna Drake. cry. I'm gonna just look Shout at him Drake. like, okay, hey, I guess you ain't getting no business. Like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, all I got is this Brock Twenty, man. Like, you know, that's all I got. All I got is this Brock Twenty. I, so no, okay, I, I'll go get this somewhere else then. Like. It, uh, we, you ain't gonna we, hurt my soul. We're gonna, like, we gonna, we gonna put we're gonna put we're gonna put Kamala Harris on the fifty. What are we doing? Yeah, why not? Sure. All right. Any uh you guys got anything else to hit on before we get out of here? Like I said it's money as long as it as long as they take it. <laughs> like oh my god. Uh for um, those who don't know, uh before every pod, uh we have uh check us out on YouTube. We talk and expound on our thoughts about why is Godzilla and King Kong is a thing. We kind of go in depth on why uh, people care. So if you guys want to hear about that, go ahead and check out our YouTube channel. It's those millennials on YouTube. You can find it. Uh, Also, uh, like, subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, It helps the algorithm. We got a couple followers. um, and we'll have a lot more uh, in-depth conversation about just random stuff uh, when we uh, post our YouTubes. Uh, anybody else want to hit on anything else before we get out of this? Yeah, let, let it, fans, let us know if y'all want us to start OnlyFans. Uh, oh, my God. Don't Shout out D-Wade. Shout uh, out D-Wade for saying that on Twitter about Gabrielle Union. I know we still going to we, we figure this out, how we going to do it. But we got upcoming pod talking about early two thousands. We can talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. What's coming? We can say what's coming. We can say what's coming. Um, coming. So this is. Oh, I want to talk about this too. And I didn't. We didn't get a chance to. This is gonna be a every year. We're probably gonna do this for Kobe. Like that's the least we can do because like, you know, he's impacted us uh, in so many ways. We've all uh, had our experiences where, uh, with Kobe and, and he's made us feel the way that Mamba mentality. Um, and, uh, every year I want to bring somebody on that, uh, that had, a um, you know, that can talk about Kobe, not just us. So you won't just hear us talk about it. It was going to be Jay Fury. And I know, you know, he wasn't able to, to be on next time. Hopefully he'll be able to rock with us and be on with us and talk about his uh, his passion and love for Kobe because I know he's a big part of what, his life and uh, pushing him to be great. Um, and then, you know, we'll expand every year and, and, and bring other people on to talk about Kobe and uh, every, you know, how he, he has affected their lives. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Keep that, you know, Mamba mentality going. Whatever your definition of Mamba mentality is, Keep, keep that going. Chadwick, we're going to do one for you too, brother. Chadwick, we got you, dog. Uh, Those millennials, and we're out.